check, check. One, two, check. Mic's on. From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A. Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration. All right, so welcome back to another edition of Mike's On. I do have a very special guest with me today. Actually, Forever Stallion, a senior at Marquette, our yes, first sir. our first high school guest. So kind of a big deal, Jackson. I have Jackson yeah. Estwanek here. So welcome, Jackson. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so listen, um, we are, the date right now is April 1st, April Fool's Day. Anybody play any jokes on you? No, I uh, I thought about it, and then I was like, I don't want anybody to get close enough to me to play a joke. Yeah, right, because we are going through something right now. So uh-huh. why don't you tell me a little bit about what it's like for 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 you, from your perspective, being a senior in high school. Um, you know, right now we are all distance learning, and, mm-hmm. and so what, what do you think about what's going on here? Well, I think I have um, a, a relatively different perspective on it than most people I know, um, just because I, uh, I think a lot of seniors are rightfully concerned about missing uh, big events like prom and uh, senior night or whatever it's called um, and graduation and all that. But to be honest with you, I, uh, I don't really care about much of that. The, the events itself, um, you know, graduation, like I'm excited to graduate, but uh, I'm mostly just concerned about like my health and the health of others around me. So the fact that I'm missing those things uh, is not a big concern and also, they're trying to reschedule them, a lot of them in May. Uh, they just sent out an email yesterday. Um, and my stance and the stance of a lot of people just within my family and, and my closer circle is like, I'm not going to go to that. Like, even even if they open up these big events, you know, if our, if our government says it's safe, if they think it's safe, like, I don't think it's safe yet. I want to be able to make my own call and, and make that decision on when I want to start exposing myself and the people around me to to the germs again so you're you're taking this pretty seriously in terms of yeah i I do take it seriously yeah and that's good i think um we need to have more folks like uh like you doing that um Mm -hmm. you know because we look around and and st louis is a little bit different than um the other parts of the country but the other parts of the country too like i'm just going to use new york as an example you know, we mm-hmm. see what's going on there, and we really have to pay heed to what is happening there right now, because yeah. it, it, we all know how this is going to fold out if we don't shelter in place and just kind of hang out at home and, and not worry so much about going out and seeing people and that kind of stuff. That's the hard part, though, too, because I know mm-hmm. just from talking to you, that's this is not an easy thing for you to be able to do, because you're mm-hmm. somebody who does like to go and talk to people who does like to to see people so i appreciate the fact that you're taking it seriously and i also appreciate the fact that i mean you're to a place where you're pretty much set on what you want to do as you get out of high school correct mm-hmm. why don't we talk yeah, about yeah. that a little bit what are, what, are, what are your plans talk, talk to us a little bit about what you've been up to and and uh, kind of where you're going with things yeah, well, a lot of my uh, high school experience has been defined by my uh, involvement in, in journalism and my exploration of that. So in August, I will be uh, attending Mizzou, uh, the Honors College, for um, probably convergence journalism, which is basically uh, multimedia 
Um, I, I do multimedia journalism, so I do video, I do writing, I take pictures, um, I do podcasts like this. I, I really do it all. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really hoping that my um, – that is that is the one thing that I'm worried about is that I won't be able to go to college on time. Um, you know, like if I have to do e-learning for a month or two months at the beginning, like that's so much of an experience that I – uh, and missing out on, and and I, uh, that's why I empathize with the kids my age who are worried about um, prom and, and all that is because, you know, to me, while those aren't valuable experiences, other people may not value going to college as much as I do. So I kind of get it. Um, but um, it, it, yeah, that, that's that's probably like my biggest concern right now. Yeah, you know, I I know of a number of kiddos that. Uh... Are, are, were at school and have had to come home now. And, and really, my understanding is when they're doing their online learning, it's actually not as easy. And it's certainly not the same kind of experience. You know, I'm sure you're you're feeling that too with having to do the, the Rockwood um, ALP and how that feels. Um, I know I have a junior here in the house and he's the same way, like uh, probably doing a little bit more work in some regards. Um, uh, but just the, the being able to, to – the experiences, being able to have those conversations with people um, face-to-face and, and just kind of getting to know people. I mean, that's what's what's so big about going to college is you get to open up a whole new world. And, and just like when you left from middle school to high school, I know high school really um, – kind of did it for you in terms of being able to have so many different options to go with but but when you're at home e-learning it's just a different you, you don't this the options aren't there like right in and, and my my experience is a little bit more unique because i am a second uh, second semester senior um but also um five of my seven classes uh, are with the same teacher, uh, mm. with my journalism advisor. Um, not only do I have her for, uh, two journalism classes where I, I, um, they're production classes. So we just work. They're not typical environments where mm-hmm. you have a lot of lessons. We mm-hmm. just make stories in those classes. Um, I cadet teach for her. I have a multicultural literature class with her. Um, and I have, a study hall where I'm always in her room working on whatever. Um, so my workload is definitely way lighter and yet it, and it still is, you have to work harder on certain things. And for me, the most aggravating part is like the connection issues. Like you're sitting there and it's like school, but you're at home. So there's already no separation there. And then, poor kids like don't have good internet connections so they'll take like 30 seconds trying to communicate or say something in the class but they're so laggy that no one understood them and then the teacher has to be like you know could you uh turn off your camera and try and say it again to see if it'll come through um and i just feel both lucky that like i can stay connected but also like it's super frustrating for everyone involved because it's not, it's not typical. you take for granted having those conversations. Right. Right. I mean, it's one of those things where you're, um, you're having to do things in a whole different way. And like, 
if you if your assignment was to go out and do man on the street interviews, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that that has to all be done virtually now, right? Do you have any right. assignments right now that you're having to work on that that you're having um, to do things differently? So basically, our plan for the next two months is we were supposed to have two more issues of the paper. We've decided just to nix that. It, it's not going to happen. Um, so our two focuses are Senior Magazine, which is a, uh, a full-color, glossy print uh, magazine that we do that's just senior content. Um, we normally hand it out at graduation practice. We're going to have to mail it, probably. Um, and then online content, because we do have both a website and social media. Um, I'm working on... Uh, as a senior, my priorities are for that senior magazine. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on things like um, This Is Us, which is a page just of statistics of who's drank, who hasn't drank, mm-hmm. who's Republican, mm-hmm. who's Democrat, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I really wanted to do this story about um, in eighth grade, actually, at Selvage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they do this at Crestview, but in the stretch program, we wrote uh, letters to our senior selves Mm -hmm. and they're supposed to give them to us uh, mid April. And I was going to do that and uh, get pictures of people reading theirs and interview them about uh, their uh, reactions to it and get pictures of them from when they were in eighth grade. And then now, um, and that's really tough because I can't, I can't get these candid reactions. So like I have to get them to scan it and send it to me and like there's so much media you have to pass back and forth right and that is the tough part is to be able to get people um on the same page with that kind of thing like you know now that you bring it up i can certainly check in with uh the stretch teachers and see if there's a way for us to get those letters to people and then and then see if you know maybe what you do is have them just video themselves um you know reading it and you can kind of get their reaction to things or I don't know. Right. It's just having to think th- think about things differently because there's something about being spontaneous too. You know, you mm-hmm. being able to just come up to somebody and start talking like the way we did this right now. While we may right. have set it up, I haven't given you any preset questions. I haven't said, yeah. "Oh, we're going to talk about this." It's really more about where does the discussion lead you because that's where I think genuine reaction comes from. You know, and so I get what you're, where you're where you're coming from in terms of. You know, it's just diff- different and difficult to, to really kind of manage through this. Let me ask you this. Have you gotten, I mean, you're in your basement right now from what I can tell. Yeah. And so yeah, everybody yeah. knows we're on FaceTime. So that's why it might not sound like it normally does because we're not doing this, you know, next to each other. We're, we're distance mm-hmm. learning the, the podcast as well. Um, what has uh, your, what have your days look like as you're, you're kind of going through things? Are you, are you getting out of the house at all? Um, a lot of Animal Crossing, which is a new game that just came out. Yeah, Sully's um, got that too. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I love that. I probably play a little too much, but I do um, get out of the house. Um, I've been like, I, I flew a kite a couple days yeah. ago and played some sports. Um, uh, yesterday I went on a hike, which I know they're about to close the parks because too many people are going to those. So I got that done. Um which is I, I crazy. do get out of the house and, and do safe things where I can be yeah. away from people. But what's really concerning is like when I go to the store and 
the amount of adults who are in um uh what's what's the word who are who are in um they're too old basically i mean their their immune systems are are um in danger they're all still out there and yet people are um justifiably saying oh the kids aren't taking this seriously and yet i go to the schnooks and there's you know four or five groups of older people there and then everybody else of all the different age groups that are in my opinion far too close to each other and you don't know what you're touching that someone else has touched and and that's how you get it how about this do you do you wear any gloves when you go out or have you done that at all um i have when i go to um uh like get fast food and i'll and i'll do um kind of the thing where like you sit in a parking lot and they bring it out to you um i i increase obviously like washing my hands um and even cleaning your car like i wonder how many people are not even thinking about oh i shouldn't clorox my um my steering wheel Mm -hmm. and my Mm -hmm. shifter and my uh even your seat belt like Mm -hmm. i did that yesterday yeah yeah so i mean it 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 definitely is a, a different feel altogether um are you trying to keep yourself on a schedule though um or are you staying up a little later than you normally would i i definitely am staying up later but i'm a i'm a scheduled person um it's it's a little less so than it would normally be but um uh actually like i have this uh this journal right here and inside my journal i i do it every day um i have a habit tracker um so way back at the beginning of March, which seems like forever ago, right. um, I, I, uh, I'm used to working out at least five days a week. I go to the gym and, and lift weights. Right. Um, and so I was like, I want to keep myself accountable and make sure that I'm actually going and, and doing all of that. Um, and also track like when I'm going and what I'm doing. So, uh, I'm not artistic at all, but I had my girlfriend make this, uh, yeah. little calendar yeah. um, and I know people can't see it but it has yellow, blue, and red for if I went in the day, if I went at night uh, or if I didn't go at all right. um, and then I like write on there what I do um, and then my other thing was that like I wanted to drink less soda yeah. um, so I'm tracking uh, how much soda I drink so like that's kind of my schedule is like making sure that I'm still working on um on things that like matter to me yeah. uh because i'll be honest like the uh even though journalism is a lot of my schooling like uh the concept of like school work and all that like doesn't matter much to me so right. i try to make sure that like i always have personal goals so i can say hey i'm not lazy like this is what i'm working on because it matters to me yeah hey so um tell us a little bit about uh yourself uh family mm-hmm. that kind of stuff you guys live here in Baldwin yeah so we live in Baldwin um my parents are divorced so and they're both remarried so my mom lives in Baldwin um where I've always lived and my dad lives out in Webster okay. um and I have uh um oh boy I have to count I, I have six step siblings <laughs> okay. um four right. of them live in Illinois and I rarely ever see them um but uh, two of them live uh, in Webster and Brentwood, okay. um, and they have uh, longtime partners. Yeah. Um, and then I would also say that, like, uh, 
I have my longtime girlfriend, and that's kind of like the people that I've been interacting with. Yeah, so um, how old were you when your parents got divorced? Um, I was seven or eight, I think. So elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of always been like the way I've lived. Yeah. Um, when you think about yourself as a seven year, eight year old, you know, and going through mm-hmm. that, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who, who maybe struggles uh, in the same way? You know, um, not, right. all, not all of our families stay together. So, um, yeah. What What did you do to kind of keep uh, positive or or just kind of work through mm-hmm. that? Well, I, um, I think I'm really blessed. Um, it took a while, but my parents do have a good relationship now. Um, even more so my, my step parents have a good relationship with, um, uh, like the, my parent of the same gender, you know, so my stepdad and my dad get along and my stepmom and my mom really like each other and they've had dinner before, like my mom and my stepdad went to my dad's wedding last August. Um, when I think back on it, I don't think that I knew it affected me. Like I wasn't somebody who, um, was really hurt by it at first, but, um, I think the things that affected me the most were, um, the way it financially affected me, Mm -hmm. um, having split households and, um, It took my parents a while to, like, figure out how to split expenses and who was going to pay for what. And, um, uh, for instance, like, something that really affected me was uh, the house that my mom was living in. That was, like, my childhood home. And my dad moved out. Um, She couldn't afford it. And uh, it was, like, falling apart. I mean, we had to do so much to to put it back together. Um, And as a... You know, when I got older, when I was 10, 11, 12, 13, like, that, uh, I think that really strengthened me. And I guess that that would be my advice, is that, like, uh, at the time, like, it was not a good situation, and it, uh, I didn't know how to, like, cope with it well then. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look back at it all, like, I don't regret that any of it happened. Yeah. Um, because uh, I feel like that strengthened me um and taught me how to better empathize with people because um well it's a tough thing to go through you know yeah yeah. it really is and and it it also is the individual person i think you um probably handle things a little bit better in some ways than others or or, Mm -hmm. or maybe not but um i i think you know it's important because like when you were in middle school and and i got to know you um Mm -hmm. You know, were you between households? Were you like staying with mom part of the time and then dad part of the time, or how? how yeah, was my that? schedule. My schedule was like every two days I would switch houses. Um, my dad lived in Wildwood, okay. So, um, like even before I went to high school, that's when I got used to like getting up super early, um, and uh, and he would drive me into Baldwin to go to school. Um, you know, you got to schlep all your stuff around right, right. all the time. And, um, uh, so like when you, see. when you were, um, like you, you kept school though, as something that, uh, I mean, cause let, let's tell everybody, you know, you're not just going to Mizzou, um, you're going there on scholarship, right? 
Mm-hmm. How did yeah. you how did you get that and and why did why how did you make school an important piece in your life in terms of knowing that you know where you are now I mean Jackson you know mm-hmm. people can go a lot of different ways as they're making their way through all this stuff especially kids that go through divorce you know they can blame things they can say you know what made it for you like why why did you follow the path that you did I guess is what I'm asking in terms of you know, making sure you, cause you were determined about the scholarship. I mean, as, mm-hmm. as I've gotten to hear from you over the course of the last year or so, I mean, you've really gotten into all this journalism and found something that really is a, like a passion for you. Well, you know, how, how do you think that all happened? Why? Cause, mm-hmm. cause kids could easily just say, eh, school, you know, but when mm-hmm. you, you want to do something else with your life, right? Right, right. Um, I think uh, when I was at Selvage, um, and we talk about this a lot, like yeah. I obviously really uh, struggled to find my way, like both socially and um, uh, like what I wanted to do because I was I was a smart kid, but obviously I had all those bad um, influences in all sides of my life, so it was really hard to deal with that. Um, I think something that again that like I didn't know at the time but later I would realize and it would help me guide my decision making is that when I was at Selvage um I really only cared about the things that uh I really enjoyed to do so that didn't mean that I let my grades slip but it wasn't a priority to me so like I was super into orchestra um and I had a really good relationship with Miss Mittler and so I was always in there um playing my viola like when I was in eighth grade I got into playing the bass guitar and so Mm -hmm. I had like parts in two concerts I think um playing bass guitar um I had a really good relationship with Miss Butler who used to teach uh facts Mm -hmm. there so Mm -hmm. um like my dad always told me to take foreign language because um you can get like that first year done at Selvage right 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 so he always told me to take that and I was like no I want to take facts and he was like uh, well, I don't, I don't think that's the best thing for you to be right, doing right, right now. And I was like, well, I don't care. Cause that's what I like to do. Yeah. And, um, and so when I got to high school, um, I was like really bored for my first semester or so. Cause I wasn't involved in anything. Um, and it was because I hadn't considered it. And then once I considered like, Oh wait, like, school is boring for me, but I can get involved in things that make it less boring and find communities. Right. I was like, Oh, well I'm going to get involved in everything. So I played tennis and then, um, I joined cross country and I was still in orchestra and, um, my sophomore year I took journalism, uh, and I, I found that, um, in, in tons of tons and tons of other clubs. Um, and so like finding the journalism thing, uh, I, I, uh, I just found my place. You know, I think a lot of people when they're struggling, don't realize that like they're struggling because they're looking for a place to call their own. Um, and that's what I had to do. And once I found room 226, that's the journalism room. Um, uh, I found what I could do and what opportunities were available for me. Um, 
that's when it all really took off. Well, and I think, you know, I think lesson learned here is you can't just sit back and hope that things are going to happen for you. You know, you can't just be like, eh, you know, it'll, it'll come to me. You were, you really mm-hmm. went out and you did all kinds of uh, different activities, even some that maybe you weren't so comfortable with, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess. So, um, would that be something, and that's something that we've talked about in our, our mentoring program is, you know, just try things, you know, as you get up to the high school, try it, whatever, you know, cause yeah. it's how, it's what you make of it, to be honest with you. And that, that's, I think what I'm trying to get at with, uh, the first question just asked of you is, is, you know, you didn't sit still, you, you went out and, and found things that you wanted to do and you wanted to belong. I mean, you wanted something Mm -hmm. that, that was more of a a higher purpose in a sense, you know, that, that really was more of who you were. And, and, uh, it might take a little bit to find that, but you know, you Mm -hmm. can't just think it's going to come to you. And that's, that's one thing that I, I've really admired about getting to know you as more of an adult now, um, just seeing that you you didn't sit still and, and let let things happen. You you went out and got it, and you went out and and, and found things that uh, you wanted to do, and and from that you really grew. And you know, um, I think it's really cool to know that you're going to be doing something now in college that um, maybe when you were in middle school you had no idea that was something that you really would would get into right I mean, absolutely look, no idea look at all the different things that you're doing though with uh video journalism with uh using sound with just getting mm-hmm. used to the technical pieces of it you know when i right. watch your podcast um and i see you're using dual cameras and you're you're mm-hmm. you're editing it together i mean there's a lot of work that goes into all of that and, and making sure the sound is is equaled up too because like right because you, di- you know that's a challenge <laughs> when you have two different cameras one's mm-hmm. going to have the sound probably and the other one is going to have to get matched up to it so um i just know that there's a lot that's gone on that that maybe people don't realize when when you've gotten into it but i think you're like a problem solver like you you yeah. don't you don't yeah. want to you don't there's not a problem that's come by that you've been like, eh, I don't want to care about that. You you actually go after it and try and figure it out. And if you can't, you're at least asking questions about it. So that's one thing I've really appreciated about getting to know you as a, as a, as an adult now is to know that, man, I mean, you're on a great path and, and I, and I wish more of our kiddos, um, would recognize that, you know, cause middle school, when we talk about middle school, it's, some of the toughest times and and you've often said you you hated it it was it was a Mm -hmm. hard time for you but you found some silver linings along the way and I think that's kind of what you did Mm -hmm. you had more opportunities so you found more silver linings at the high school level which then propels you to the next level so it's always about just getting better and and recognizing that you know you're not always complete and you're not always finished so you just keep working at getting better and I love seeing that that journal because it tells me yeah, you know, it's about improving yourself every day. You know, when you wake up, it's right. a gift, you know. And that and that kind of brings us back to where we are right now with how things are. Even though they're not the way we want them to be, the sun is up, we are here, yeah. and, and we got to recognize that we take the small things. And I think that's a lot of what's going on right now is for us to really be more reflective of who we are as human beings and how we treat each other. Um, because I, I think hopefully when we get through on, on the other side of all this, people will have a lot more understanding of other people, or at least that empathy piece that you talked about earlier. So, Right, and I think um, 
there there's so much true about that and uh i I mean just like practicing gratitude is Mm -hmm. so important both like in the times that we live right now but especially with this whole coronavirus um practicing gratitude and and being um just appreciative of of what we have um i think it's more important like now than ever that we say to young people um especially kids younger than me is that like we're real with them and that we're not afraid to um have um both like teach them things about emotional intelligence because i think that was something that both myself and a lot of kids obviously struggle with is that they don't know um you, you know how to uh um how to positively and uh, address something that, you know, that they're struggling with in their life, um, how to uh, be better and uh, strive to be better. And I think like realizing that uh, just from like a teaching and education standpoint, that like good teachers not only are teaching what's required of them and getting kids through school, but also that they're, um, they're trying to make a connection. You know, when I look back at my favorite teachers, it's because they made a connection with me. Right. They, they taught me something um, outside of the curriculum and, and that I can reflect on. Um, and just like uh, going back to the, the um, practicing gratitude thing, this isn't even my first journal. I started on... Um, uh, Christmas of last year with this journal that my dad gave me. Um, and something important about it that uh, is what I'm getting to is that on the front of it, it has um, like a personal message that he wrote out and, and bought this journal. And um, it's these personal messages that I think uh, we should be sharing with each other to help people grow, to eliminate problems. Um, is that when people remember that like they're valued and that things can get better, um, they they can really grow in more more ways than one. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'm going to have to wrap up with you because I got to get myself to another meeting. But um, yeah, yeah. you know, my my big thing is I just really appreciate the fact that um, you um, and I connected on this uh, on this medium because I do think that right now. Uh, you'll be surprised. There'll be a lot of people who actually will listen to this because guess what? We've got some time to do it. Um, right. I uh, listen to podcasts every day. Yeah, you know, and um, and I just am really thrilled that you know when you and I were talking, you you were right about uh, when I said, hey, you want to be on or or, or whatever. I think it's just great because I want to hear more from the young people um, because really, you know, for us as educators, it's very hard to understand. Um, you know, what kind of impact we're having in the moment, because especially when you're talking about middle school, because you guys are so, I mean, people are just young people at that age are just so wound up and, and things are going in a million different directions Mm -hmm. to hear from you knowing that, you know, you're four years from, from being a middle schooler and to know where you're going now. It's really cool. I think for adults, especially those who miss Mittler is going to probably listen to this and be thrilled. And, and, um, miss Butler and all those folks who, who maybe had an impact on you. Um, you have no idea what it means back to the person that that's hearing it from you. So, 
Um, I, I just, I, I just really appreciate the fact that you took some time today to, to talk mm-hmm. to us and, and, uh, and I get to know you just a little bit better. Um, I do look forward to seeing you at graduation. Um, I'm hopeful that, uh, I will still be able to, that we'll still have a ceremony and we'll still be able to be there at Chaffetz Arena sometime in June, hopefully. And, uh, uh, I don't know that we'll still, cause I know it's still set for May. Right. But, uh, I think there's also a yeah. backup day in June, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, it, it would be nice to see everyone, but I'm not I, sure. If I, 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 I even well, go. you, you mentioned that earlier because, because yeah. I know it's, it's, it is difficult because, and who knows what it's going to look like. Um, yeah. my thing is, I, I, I hope that, um, we can still hear from you guys in some way, shape, or form in terms of how you're doing and what you're up to. So um, with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Do you know what the tagline is for this show? Uh, I do not. Well, if the if the title is Mike's On, what do you think we say when we say goodbye? We're going to say Mike's Off? Hey, look at you. There we go. <laughs> All right, Jackson. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, buddy? All right. Thanks All right. so much. Mike. Take so. care. Join us in the weeks to come as we learn and grow together.